From Bentonville, the epicenter of retail's hometown, it's the Supplier Community Podcast, giving you 24-7 access to a community of emerging and experienced thought leaders in the retail space. Enjoy the show. Spring of 2019 found Supplier Community back at record for two of our most successful live events to date, including Shopper Marketers Toolbox, or SMTB19. If you've been in the Bentonville supplier space for long, you know Cassia Bakie. And no doubt you're familiar with Saatchi and Saatchi's Springdale office known locally as Saatchi X. Mary Callender handles the P&G business for Saatchi and Cassie Murray is DOS for a key. Together they talked about the importance of collaboration and how to work together in a community like Bentonville where everyone is competing for a piece of the Walmart pie without crossing a line or putting yourself or your company at risk of giving away what they called the secret sauce. This presentation is just under 15 minutes long, perfect for the drive to work or in the car line. We hope you find this information useful and as always you can find more information and contact information for all of our podcast guests at supplier.community. We are going to today talk about what we think is a best-in-class vendor um, agency client relationship and how to kind of get the most out of the relationships and the really smart people that are in Northwest Arkansas that you can work with. Um, I have 15 years of experience, actually 20, I'm older than that, but 15 years in sales and marketing with CPG companies, Hallmark, Me, 3M, and then five years ago I decided to be the um, oldest shopper marketing manager in Northwest Arkansas. Um, um, and joined um, Catapult Marketing as the um, team lead for Mars Chocolate, working with Alicia, um, and um, two and a half years as the head of innovation for a store experience company, LA Darling, and now I have been with Saatchi X for 10 months. I sit on site at P&G, leading the shopper marketing strategy for our healthcare um, team. So that's me. And I know a lot of you in here. My name is Cassie Murray, and I have about 10 years in shopper marketing and CPG experience. Um, I actually started with Matt Pfeiffer way back in the day doing retail tainment, so very tactical, very in-store presence. Uh, then I've spent my time with Triad, with Walmart and Sam's Club as their agency of record. Um, did some business development there, uh, really kind of helped them set up the platforms. It was a great experience. Uh, and then I went to Unilever, and I kind of, a very, very similar role to Mary's where I was through Miram, but I sat on site with Unilever as a shopper marketing manager on the club account. Um, and I see a lot of my former test people in here and love you guys. Again, great experience. And then about the same time, so in June, I went to a key technologies and stepped into the vendor side again. And it has been a great experience just being back in digital and being on the front side of the, the conversations as far as technology and understanding the capabilities that are in the market today. So, with that. <laughs> you know, I think that um, with all of the experience and collaboration that we can put together, um, I feel like when we sit down as a vendor in an agency or a vendor and a shopper marketing manager that, you know, we want to not feel like either side is really being taken advantage of, but that the good part of taking advantage of it is that I can sit with somebody like Cassie and talk through 
the common goals that we have, the back experience that she has working kind of between an agency and um, a shopper marketing client and relying on, you know, having those type of higher level conversation than what I would say is like just an RFP and a proposal, um, but really making sure that anything that she's learning out in the market or any of really the vendors here, they're coming back and bringing us that information and sharing it back, again, not just with me, but with any client. So it makes us smarter um, on a day-to-day -day basis because it really is true that if the proposals that people bring us aren't built like um, the gentleman from Hasbro said this morning where you get everybody in a room and everybody's got the same KPIs, you're not going to win. I mean, there's just, there's no way that it can be a transactional relationship. And I have those relationships too, but they don't work as well as something where you can sit down with someone and have a trusting, guided relationship with them and know that they can bring you information that you can't go get yourself. Yeah, and I think that's one thing that as we as we started looking at what we wanted to talk about and the different experiences that we've had in the market is that collaboration is something that hasn't always been a thing. It hasn't always been easy to do, especially when you're running omni-channel platforms, which is where we have to be now when we're supporting Walmart in order to win. You know, we have Amazon, we have just e-commerce in general coming at everything that we're doing and in order to help our, our main retailer, because without Walmart, where would we all be right now? You know, so in order to do that, we have to have a collaborative approach. Um, and beyond just me being a vendor, I mean, don't get me wrong, I would love to have, you know, all the money, but that's not always going to be the best for your plan. And I will be one of the first ones to tell you where my technology is going to be perfect and where it's going to work best. And I'll also be the first one to tell you that that's maybe not what we should do. And maybe we should look at supporting in, in other ways. And it can even help you reach out to other vendors and other people in the industry that maybe you haven't been able to have conversations with yet just because they haven't been in to see you or maybe you weren't aware of their capabilities. And so really being able to take it from just being a vendor trying to sell you something, but into a strategic partnership, there's a lot of value to be had in that. And I think it's something that we, you know, the number one retailer in the world, 70% of the US population is shopping Walmart. They're all shopping club. They're, they're doing these activities and in order to reach those people the best way possible, the most efficient way possible, and the smartest way possible is going to be to work together and moving forward. You know, and with that, so when we talk about like receptivity, levels of connectivity, really working smarter, we don't need to work hard. We don't need to set people up to compete against each other. You know, we've, I've been in those situations and really it only hurts the client and only hurts the program. If you can sit down and say, you know, I'm running X, Y, and Z and X, Y, and Z and X, Y, and Z. And then if we all sit down together and I mean, just God, based off the experience in this room alone, there is so much talent. It's so much intelligence in this room. Why not utilize it? Our, all of our goals should be Walmart specific or club or whatever the retailer is for that. But to bring it up as a category as a whole and not just like a key. I would love, you know, a key did great and awesome, but so-and-so failed. Well, then the program failed. Like if we set somebody up to fail, we all fail because that's not what we should be doing. And that's not where... It, Honestly, it's too competitive of a market right now to do that. So when we're looking at that, and it's about having those honest conversations and really understanding capabilities and having those, you know, those hard conversations. Um, and even with the client, like saying, I, I understand like this is the goal and these were, this is the capability that we can perform under, but where we can't is this. And then putting her in touch with somebody that, you know, has that capability. And it's in the long run, it's more of that life time type planning than just one sell and done. We have to get beyond the transactional 
Um, and then also the, the efficiencies, you know, no wasted meetings. And honestly, there's a lot of meetings that can be emails and that was a huge pet peeve of mine and it still is. I don't wanna waste your time. I don't want you to waste mine. But we, let's be efficient. You know, if it can be an email, great. If it can be a phone call, great. Let's go out to happy hour. Let's have a good time. Let's enjoy the, the benefits of the relationships, but also be efficient with time and understanding that everybody is very, very busy. If you don't get back to me, I don't take it personally. I understand. I mean, I've, I've been there. Those, those brand team meetings that sitting with the buyer, like those, those get rough. There's a lot of expectations on you. And so understanding that is you know, something I think is a value and that we can all do better at. Um, and yeah, it's just, it's more than an RFP. It's more than a sale. It's more than closing that IO. Because what happens afterwards? You know, if you don't set a program up for success and you just let it fly and then you go back to have a conversation later on, not only did you fail your client, you failed your retailer, you failed your program. I wouldn't want to work with you again. Be on you failed your spot. shopper. Yeah, you and failed your shopper. that's the most important, you know, part of the equation. It really is very, very important. I mean, as we're looking at, I mean, dollars, inflation is increasing. People's dollars aren't going as far. You know, we have great value coming in hard on some of our brands. Like, it's, it's really important to be able to say that you did the best that you could and drove the most difference. I've got a couple of examples is, you know, working back between um, like five of the vendors here, Saatchi as an agency, P&G and the brand teams. I mean, for our cold call flu season, I mean, we used five and six vendors that are here today because we hit them in different spots. I mean, I treated OG differently than I treated store, differently than I treated rewards programs. And, you know, and I had different mobile and di digital um providers and partners um, hit people in different spots. So I think that you can look at people and talk to them and, and figure out what, what's right for you and your program. And each of those were successful. And it didn't have to just be one person. Um, and then, you know, what, something that we're working at at Saatchi is to say, you know, should we have those kickoffs and those brainstorms like both um, Nathan talked about this morning and so did Kellogg's and have people in the room together. So it goes back to the efficiency where I want to see my vendor partners talk together about it. Again, you're not giving away your secret sauce, but we all kind of know what you do, you know, and everybody can get your hands on your one pager. So let's just get in the room and dig deep and really bring to the table your background and your collective knowledge, which is going to be different um, than what somebody else may have that may have a similar, you know, product lineup. And I look at that with social the same way. You know, I ask my social vendors, if I have two people, one person doing this part of the program, you doing another part, are you going to have a problem with that? Because I do feel like there are people who are stronger in different pieces of getting to my shopper in different ways. Um, so yeah. that's well, my even, receptivity. Well, yeah. And even with um, being on the vendor side and then also being on the client side, um, we've ran a couple of programs where we've been partnered with other people that have similar capabilities. And through the sales lift analysis that we did, we actually found out we performed better together. And that just kind of is a testament to understanding the power that we have when we really optimize and we practice efficiencies um, and, and what that can bring to the table for the client and the end game, you know, in the campaign. You know, working on the club channel, there was always very, very, very small budgets, big goals, lots of volume to move. And when we could find, you know, partnerships and efficiencies across whether it was social and digital or in space, like it creates opportunities there. Absolutely. And just this week, I mean, I, I rely on my vendor partnerships and longstanding relationships with these folks and the agency to provide information that I just can't know everything about. I know a lot about 
pooping because I saw Metamucil and diary, you know, and um, Pepto. But it's like Super I can't fun. know everything that's going on out in the market. And and you know, one of the vendors that's in this room today gave me some wonderful notes on an omni-channel Walmart speaker series that happened this week. Another person sent me, you know information on cold call flu season that I gave to my salespeople and they thought, you know, they thought that was just a huge thing to get. So I, you know, if you build the relationships, I think people just want to help you be successful and not just in the program, but I feel like my partners want to see me be successful every day. And those are the type of relationships that we're here to encourage you to have. Um, and we want you, if you hear somebody say something, you know, link in with them, go meet with them. Um, I think those meetings are important because you just might you know, become friends. Everything's not about business. So, well, and that's, this is the biggest small town you will ever be in. So I know there's a lot of people that are local that have been here for a while. There's probably a lot of people that are newer to this area. Be honest, be transparent. And remember everything you say will get back to the person you're saying it about, like, or the company that you've said it about. Um, and it's, it's even beyond like NDAs and conversations like that. Trust me, I have NDAs with pretty much every single one of my clients. Understanding that you can still have those strategic conversations and still follow your NDA rules and still be, have a beneficial conversation with them about what you're seeing in the marketplace. Like I will say, I have a lot of experience with Sam's Club. I have worked very extensively internally with them. If anybody ever has any questions about Sam's Club or you, maybe you just need a point of contact or an email or something, by all means, reach out. Like we've, I'm on LinkedIn, I'm on Facebook, I'm on Instagram, like all of that. But reach out, like we're here to be a resource. We're here to be, you know, like I said, I've only got 10. Mary's got, what, almost 15 to 20 years of experience. I mean, there's, there's a lot of experience in this room and that's why we're here at events like this to network and to build those relationships. Thank you for joining us for the Supplier Community Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's presentation on influencer marketing. For our next presentation, we'll talk more about influencer marketing and shoppable media and discuss the mechanics of making sure your influencer content is properly identified as being sponsored. As always, there's more information about our experts at our website, supplier.community. We bring you the experts. You've been listening to another episode of the Supplier Community Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. To get in touch with us, any of our experts, or to be featured as a supplier community expert, reach out to amanda at supplier.community.